0: So um, we'll just introduce the podcast straight away.
1: Uh, okay, I'm really nervous.
0: Why are you nervous? I don't
1: know. I've been waiting for this. Like, yeah, you've I've been, been waiting 21 episodes. You've been plotting for this. to murder
0: Sam so you could take uh, over her spot.
1: Look, maybe not murder her. But you have
0: got to put the mic just, near your face. Dispose of her, maybe. Samara, <laughs> uh, I'm thing. Rihanna. I'm Samara, and welcome to Wander the podcast. Yay! Guest edition. Guest edition. Um, Sam is in Tasmania this weekend. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, she sent me photos. She could stay there a while. You're a fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm joking, I love it. Um, so this week, uh, so every week we tell each other Australian true crime stories, and the other person reacts.
1: Mm. And you're not happy about my choice.
0: Um, and this week, my special guest, my little, my little big sister. Yeah,
1: my little big sister. <laughs> I'm still older than you, which sucks. But she's anyway. so much shorter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually measured myself the other day. I've been telling everybody I'm 155 centimeters. Yeah, that is a lie. What are you? 150. <laughs> but I'm gonna stick with 155 so you Oh, know, honey, erase that. <laughs> There's some rides you can't get on. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I have Disneyland. That I was it's cool at Disneyland. All right. They so. didn't register
0: you as a human at Disneyland. They're like she seems like a child oh. or two kids in a trench coat. <laughs> two kids in a trench coat. Definitely. <laughs> um, so yeah, we usually start by talking a lot of shit.
1: Yeah, I, I know. I, I listen to the podcast and I do the social media. That's so right. I am aware.
0: She's very integral <laughs> to our podcast. Um, so do you have a philosophical question for me?
1: No, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I I have a notepad full of stuff. I, you keep referring to it. Like <laughs> you want to start, but, but that's I, not how the podcast works. I, I didn't didn't write down a, a question for you. Um
0: I guess we could talk about how, like, we first got into true crime.
1: Oh yeah. We, we we're very big on true crime. It's we're, a a bit, bit weird. we're
0: a bit morbid as a yeah, family.
1: So, <laughs> so I was at a barbecue last night and they're like, oh, you have to leave early. I'm like, yeah, I've got to go to Sydney tomorrow to do a podcast with my sister. Oh, what's your podcast on? I'm like, oh, true Australian crime, mainly murders. And they're like, so you murder people. I'm like, no, better talk about it.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I think like the first case I ever really got interested in was the Wanda Beach murders. Yeah. Cause that was, um, kind of when we were going up, like growing up in Lithgow, there was a guy down the road who claimed he knew who did it.
1: Oh yeah. And then they had, we had that murder in Lithgow where that gentleman killed his roommate Mm -hmm. and then buried him. And we knew him. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he buried him, cut him up, buried him, then confessed like a week later. Yeah. He,
0: which was about money. It was something to do with money. Yeah. Something to do with
1: rent or something. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and we watched a lot of TV. <laughs> Such latchkey kids of the 90s, just yeah, constantly true watching crime,
1: TV. True crime. Like, Ostar o- 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 was called before Foxtel.
0: Yes, Oster. And we had
1: Ostar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had
1: every channel.
0: It was good. It yeah, was good. and I think... Um, so what was your first, like, true crime story that you remember?
1: Oh, gosh. I don't know. Mm, so many. I probably... Ivan Milat was a big thing because he was in Lithgow Jail for a That's while. That's right. He was. And the granny killer. Yes. Yes. He was in Lithgow Jail as well. So I think probably them. There's so many though. There's so many I know about. They're all floating around in there. Like, <sighs> And I think we, um, so where we lived, where we grew up in Lifko,
0: um, just down, so Lifgow Jail is quite, is a maximum security prison, which Yeah, holds
1: I think it might be being upgraded to a supermax, but I'm not 100% sure on that.
0: It holds some pretty crazy people, like people who are com- mm. uh, convicted of terrorist attacks and things like that. Yeah. But then up the road a little bit is Kirk Connell Prison. It's a prison farm, which is a farm, yeah, it's like, basically. Yeah, it's and like, uh, just walk around, do what you like. It's in the middle of a pine forest, and people try to leave there all the time, and they get, they have, they always come back because mm. it's so hard to live mm. in that pine forest.
1: Well, Lethgo Jail, there hasn't been. I don't think any actual breakouts. It may have been one breakout, but they never get very far. But I do recall. (gasps) Yes. When that Um, bus tipped over. Yes. So transporting prisoners from, obviously, they've been sentenced and they've been picked up on the bus and it was snowing and they hit black ice and the bus turned over and two convicts escaped and I, remember, we we lived there at the time. Do you remember oh my that? Oh god, yes. And it's like don't answer your doors to anybody. <laughs> and that and the one man that got out and was down the gap. Um, oh yeah. And my ex got booked driving erratically because there was never any coppers out there, like never. Yeah. And the police were out there uh, just coincidentally looking for a convict that had escaped.
0: <laughs> so Lifego is kind of middle of nowhere, uh, very like. Rural australia yeah and
1: the elements are pretty harsh out there like in winter it's really cold and in summer it's really hot yeah and there's lots of snakes and there's lots of spiders yeah. lots of funnel webs and the, the jail backs onto bushland so getting out of that jail is like crazy yeah you're not getting far so um
0: i guess not do homework this week which is fucking amazing <laughs> i did and I'm samara gonna- stole my murder <laughs> I didn't know. I was like leading up to it, I was like, I had so many plans to do it. I watched the documentary. Oh well. well, and I tried to watch the film, and the film's awful. I don't recommend it to anyone. Yeah. It was well. so intense.
1: Well, I've done the damn research, so it's my murder now. Well, okay, so <laughs>
0: tell me what it is.
1: Okay. So we're we're talking about there you go. Cool. Uh the Snowtown murders. Um, also known as Bodies in the Barrel. Yes. Um so this occurred in 1992 to 99, so this is quite a long – it's a serial killing. I'm, like, I'm getting comfortable. I'm just going Yeah, it's quite a huge, huge deal. So all up, there was 11 with a possible 12th um, victim. Mm-hmm. And there was four four people that were mainly involved, but you will see in the string of um, when you get into who the victims are, that how they all interlink, and it's quite – It's insane. It's totally insane. So um, our ringleader here is a gentleman named, or not so much a gentleman, a man named John Bunting. Um, Did you just refer to him as a gentleman? Then take that away. Yeah, I did because (laughs) he's not a gentleman. But it's just the way I refer to people because of the industry I work in. But a man named John Bunting, and he had a bit of a crew of people um, who have came in and out throughout the time of his um, murdering spree. Yes. So I know some background about this gentleman
0: Yes. That we're not calling him a gentleman, no, a man. This friggin' scumbag. This scumbag. So he was, if I correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, he was raped as a child. Yeah. So by so his brother's older his best friend's older brother.
1: Yeah, so he he was allegedly sexually assaulted, yes, as a child. Yes. So there is there's John Bunting, Robert Wagner. Now, Robert yes. Wagner um is in this, he is a part of most of these um, malicious murderers. It's just, it was mind-blowing, the amount of people. Then there was James um, Val- Valcasis and Mark Hayden. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's where, that's where we start. So they are called the Snowtown Murders, but there's actually only one murder that took place in Snowtown. Um, Snowtown is a um, small town, just 140 k's north of Adelaide. Um, and like I said, one victim was actually killed there and, um, the rest of the victims were throughout Adelaide mainly. Yes. So we'll um, talk a bit I about. Feel I want to these like, ah. I know it's crazy, right? I want to tell you so much, but you know, you're telling the story. I, I know so much. That's the thing. I I have like seven pages and you know me, when I write things down, I remember them. So John Bunting. <laughs> yes, Samara, um,
0: that's a very common trait of just you. <laughs>
1: No, I remember everything. Like I know, everything. you do have a memory like an elephant. It's crazy. Um. So John Bunting was born in September, nineteen sixty-six. So he is he a Libran like you? No, no. he's a Scorpio. Virgo. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, go on. Yeah. Um, not much older than our mum, a year older. So the oh, same wow. age as our uncle. Oh wow. Yeah. So he's he's not very old. Um. So he was born in Queensland, uh, and then yes, he has. His best friend's older brother allegedly sexually assaulted him as a child, um, and that's where he's, he developed a really strong hate for pedophiles and homosexuals. So um, he lived in Sydney in 1991. Yes. And, yes, and he actually um, worked at an abattoir. Fancy that. Ew. Yeah, abattoir workers. Sorry, guys, but mm, weird. Um, I think you have to be, like... And he really enjoys it. Like he enjoyed to go to parties and go to people and his conversations are about how much he enjoyed dismembering
0: animals. See, here's my thing. If you can, you can work at Avatar. That's fine. But you don't, you don't like it. Yeah. You're like, it gets me from A to B. It's a job.
1: Yeah. My side gig is clowning. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Freaky. Um, Yeah. So he's, so when he moves to North Sydney, he actually meets Mark Hayden here in North Sydney, mm-hmm. and Robert Wagner. Okay, Robert Wagner um, and him actually become roommates. Mm-hmm. Robert Wagner at the time has a um, a lover, Vanessa. Yes, yes, Vanessa Lane or Barry Lane, as cross dressing um, man, uh, not exactly trans because I don't think there was a transitioning in the sixties and seventies. Wasn't a huge thing, but. Um, I guess, like I, I don't know. It's you should see him. The person who plays him in the movie is mm. perfection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's so they meet and then they actually move. All of them move. Well, Mark Hayden, I think, is originally from from Adelaide, from yeah. South Australia, but then um, they do move in 1991 to Murray Bridge in South Australia. Okay, have you? did you hear the story this is might be very random mm. but um sorry the main guy
0: john yep. bunting yeah he had a friend an older friend and him and him and this older friend he used to go out on the streets in queensland when he was younger mm-hmm. and try to attract pedophiles lead them down an alleyway mm-hmm. and this older guy used to beat them up
1: yeah i did i did read that 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 sort of weird
0: symbiotic relationship. Oh, and then that guy yeah. died of pancreatic cancer.
1: Yeah. So John Bunting is a piece of work and he believes that he's like a visual auntie for children, but a lot of his victims, um, he accused himself with no evidence that yeah. they were doing anything. Um, and, and he, then they all, so, and then they all got into a
0: car, right. And then mm-hmm. they decided they were going to move to, um,
1: to, to South Australia, to South Australia. And that included, um, Val so James Al-Cassus, um, his mother was romantically involved with James Bunting, ah. so that's how they that's how they became friends. So they were from Sydney, moved to Murray's Bridge in um, South Australia, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about everyone else. So Robert Wagner, he was born in '71, so he's a few years younger than John Bunting. Uh, he was born in Parramatta, and then became friends with Bunting and moved to South Australia with him.
0: Parramatta like, represent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> then, I, then, like I said, James Valcassus is born in 1979. So he's a fair bit younger. I can believe when this all happened, he was about 16 to 18 years oh old. Oh, my God. Um, and he lived with Bunting along with his mother and half-brother, Troy Yode, and stepbrother, David Johnson. Now, those names are important. <laughs> she looked at me like she was like my mom she was like now remember this rihanna they are important they're important in the story um then we have mark hayden who was born in 1958 so he is the eldest of the bunch mm-hmm. he is a good eight years older than bunting okay he's an associate um and he is a purchaser of an abandoned bank in snowtown in 1999 yes so um, he's also married to Elizabeth Hayden, which is also an important name um, in this. So Mr. So there was, there was 11 confirmed victims yes. and a 12th. So the 12th victim was an associate of Bunting, found in her backyard, buried. That's right. And they couldn't link it. Yeah. Yet. It was very similar to his first couple of victims. Oh, she just gave me chills, guys. Chills. (laughs) So um, there is a number of victims and I'll run through their full names and we'll just use their first names um, and their ages, which is interesting actually because there isn't anyone that is very old. Okay. And all of these people have known Bunting. He is one of these predator type where he lowers them in, he gets to know them, and he uses other people to f- to meet these people, and then he kills them. Yeah. So, he's just a sicko. Yes, gets tr- these people trust him. So there's Clinton. Um, these some of these surnames are hard. Uh Clinton Treasy, and he was 22. Mm. Ray Davies, 26. Michael Gardner, 19. Barry Lane or Vanessa Lane, 42. Um, Thomas Trevelyan, 18. Gavin Porter, 29. Troy Yode, 21. Frederick Books, 18. Dario Dwyer, 22. Elizabeth Hayden, 37. And David Johnson, last victim, was 24. Wow. It's just like not like the uh, age range is like. It's tight. They're all the same, similar age to him. Yeah. Yeah. So Clinton, um, he was actually the first victim of Bunting. And this one, Bunting, he um, went alone and killed clinton in 1992 in august he bashed this man to death with a shovel what the fuck? <laughs> in his own living room yes yes um he was accusing he was accused of being a pedophile but no hard evidence um when you look back there was no hard evidence so um oh there we go there there was clinton there in the middle but clinton was an openly homosexual man okay Okay, hate and the that's pedophiles the thing. and he homosexuals. He doesn't
0: differentiate a, a homosexual relationship from a, a pedophile. Yeah, relationship. that's right.
1: Um, so actually he was buried in 92 and not discovered till 1994. That's right. And he's like a bit of a loner and no one really Nobody un- knows. Nobody reported him and Bunting claimed his pension.
0: That's right. This is the whole yes. thing. They have this yes. massive Centrelink scam yes. going on on the side.
1: Crazy, right? So he, and then he, then his murder remained unsolved until 1997.
0: It just, that makes me so sad that yeah. like no one gave a shit that he existed.
1: And Bunting boasted about, um, this murder till Valkasas and his mother, um, so it was an unsolved murder and it was um, it was on the TV show Australia's Most Wanted. You still love that show. I know. How good was that show? Uh, and it was playing in the living room. Mm-hmm. And he says casually, oh, that's my handiwork. And they still hadn't solved that murder yet. I don't like that. No, I don't like that either. Because, like,
0: <laughs> just imagine you just chill it out. You're like, it's been a long day. You put on yeah. Australia's Most Wanted. You're like, whatever. And he's just like, that's my handiwork. You're like... Ah. cool dad I have to go
1: real quick yeah well it didn't seem to spook them too much because Valkas has stayed around oh honey <laughs> um the next gentleman uh which is quite sad is Ray Davies um Ray's an intellectually disabled man who lived in a caravan um in the backyard of a former lover Susan Allen that's also an important name Okay. (laughs) Susan Susan (laughs) Allen had accused Ray, so she is friends with Bunting, and she accused Ray of making sexual advances to her grandsons. So Bunting took it on to his own. Him and um, Wagner helped him in December 1995. So three years after his first murder, he committed his second murder. Yep. Killed him and buried buried him in Susan's backyard. And he was... And because intellectually he, disabled, uh, so. intellectually disabled. So he had no family, nobody filed that he was missing. Oh my God. So fucking sad. I know. And then, um, they continued to claim his center link and there was no recovery date of his actual body that I could find, but they did find him at some stage and, um, link him. I think it would him at a later date to bunting. And they continue to claim his Centrelink. So this has gone on for quite a few years. So for three years between 92 and 95, they've claimed Centrelink for Clinton. Yeah. Then they're going to claim Centrelink for Ray.
0: Plus they're claiming their own Centrelink, I imagine. Plus their own.
1: Yeah. Fuck me. I know. People are so, it's greed, isn't it? It's just awful. So this poor man was accused of something that he may or may not have done. Yeah. And then murdered.
0: Well, I think, I think it comes down to um, the justice system in a lot of these because, like, mm. they could have called the police and made those accusations and the police would have had to do a proper investigation. Mm.
1: That's right. Why, but why would you keep a man that's taking making sexual advances to your grandsons in the backyard in your caravan? Yeah. Kick him out. Yeah. And, it, like, it's like. You need to murder him. Yeah. You know, just call the police. Yeah. So that that's the first two victims. So these two were buried. Mm-hmm. From now on, all of these victims are dismembered and placed in barrels. I wish I filmed your face just now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you really got so it's, it's serious. It's like, your big brown uh, eyes looked up at me and I was like, I don't like that. It
1: just, I just, I don't know. I think just the industry I work in, it's like, it's a lot of work to Samara dismember. Samara's
0: a nurse. She <laughs> saves people.
1: No, not really. She brags about it constantly. <laughs> uh, it's just, oh, it's hard work to dismember a body. Whoa, okay. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Well, there's lots of things. There's lots of components. There's like you've got your skin. You've Samara. got your fat. You've got your muscle. You've got your connecting ligaments. You know, and like oh, it's a lot of work. Like you have to be a real sicko to actually want to do that. And just because the body's dead doesn't mean there's still, there's not blood coming out of it. That's oh, very look, true. There's those plastic barrels. I'm
0: glad I saw that. That makes me feel real chill. Oh my. And uh, like he's
1: smug. He's smug as shit.
0: Yeah. Because he thinks he's doing the right thing by killing pedophiles yeah. or quote unquote uh, what he thinks are pedophiles. pedophiles.
1: Yeah. So another two years later, we're, we're here in 1997. Was mm-hmm. that the cat? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and he kills Michael. Michael's a nineteen year old gay man. And um he was found in the bank in the barrel in Snowtown in um late in nineteen ninety-seven. Oh, sorry, nineteen ninety nine. Um and he he was known because of um Wagner and his partner Barry Lane or oh, Vanessa. Vanessa. Yeah. Um You know, they ran in those circles, you know, and this is what attracted Bunting to Barry Lane was the fact that he could get access to gay men who he then accused of being pedophiles. Yes. And then took the law onto his own hands. So he then got his associates, um, Val Cassis, um, and a few other people that were actually not involved in the murders, but he'd get his friends to impersonate Michael after he had died yes that's right yes. and leave voicemails and leave voicemails to lure people over Yeah. to their place um he also claimed his centrelink um but he would he would get um people
0: to ring so um sorry for the interruption there my family have walked in because we're all going out for my birthday uh, I don't
1: remember where I was up to <laughs> uh,
0: you were talking oh, Michael, about Michael, Michael. so yeah. Samara's gonna keep going but my mum might chime in because she can't be quiet she, yeah, this is true. <laughs> and she's our mum. And she's our, oh, our mum. <laughs> we own both, we both own her equally. Phones off.
1: Yeah, it interrupts.
0: Mm-hmm. Jesus, how rude can YouTube <laughs> well,
1: you two be? let just look at the screen. We're going to show some murderers and some victims. Yay. So, um, yes. yeah, so Michael Gardner. Yes. For quite a long time, Bunting used his name and used people to lure um, gay men to their home so he could bash them it's just also oh, fucking depressing this is so bad oh okay next victim it feels weird talking about this in front of our little brother he's all right <laughs> he's cool okay oh the dog wants to come over to Levi she's like hey friend
0: Hi." Hey. she's like he seems to be like he's a good patter like you get good pats from this big hands
1: good pats <laughs> um so Vanessa Lane was our next our next victim in um, October ninety seven. So Which sh- is whose partner? Sorry, Wagner.
0: So that's the that's the story, right? So Vanessa
1: and Robert Wagner. He had groomed him uh, from when he was a little boy. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. so um, he was accused of of pedophilia um, because of his relationship with Wagner. Uh, they became so Wagner. I believe is he was born in seventy one. Yes. So in 97 that would make him um mom maths? 28 20. You can talk into a microphone. And Vanessa Lane died in 97 um died in 97 at 42. So there's a fair age gap. Yeah. So um, But they'd been in a sexual relationship since Since he, h- since Wagner was 13 years old. Oh god, that's so fucking depressing. Yeah. Um and he uh Wagner Yeah, but Wagner was I don't know. He think, ran away to his house. I think and Wagner lived there. was torn by I don't know. Bunting really had convinced him to kill Vanessa because mm. they were in a they were in a sexual relationship and they claimed to love each other. They moved around together. Mm. If you wanted out of that, you would have went with Bunting to South Australia on your own. Yeah. So I think like I think
0: yeah. It just seems really
1: crazy. Um so it was reported that um, Vanessa was last seen in October 1997 in um, Adelaide, and she had been trying to tell Robert Bunting's wife that she that he'd been committing murders. Yeah, her partner. So this is why Vanessa was murdered. Yeah, was that they were um, frightened that she was going to talk, and she um, she was talking. She was trying to. Yeah, and they um, so only two months after the murder of um, Michael Gardner that Vanessa Lane went missing. No one reported her missing. She's part of the trans community. I Nobody, w- they were frightened but to she, speak. Plus she
0: was technically a pedophile. Technically, yes. Um, because of
1: her relationship to Robert Wagner. So why would she call the police? Because it's just going to get her into trouble. Exactly right. Um, and she was uh, then later found in a barrel in, in the bank. Um, I don't like the barrel. They also then claimed um, Vanessa's welfare and used the car after the death. Uh, They used the car to actually transport. Her body. Some of the bodies. His his her body. Yeah. Some of the bodies. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. So now we have um, Thomas Trevelyan. This is sad. It's this, all sad. Oh, it it, it is, just gets it worse is. and worse. It does. Each victim gets worse and worse. Actually, each victim is more and more vulnerable as we go along. It's sad. It's so sad. So Thomas Trevelyan... Um, there's, there's your map. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this... This is how they all... They all interconnected. Then none of them were random. They were all picked. And they were all, like, living around the same area. Yep. And... They were, they were all known to each other. If you want to
0: do more research, like if like people listen to this up. and being like, oh, this is really complicated. It There's it so, so there's so many layers to the story. Um, so like Sno- Snowtown, the movie, if you can get through it, I got 15 minutes mm. in and couldn't watch it. It was so depressing. Um, but also there's a documentary on YouTube and there's um, Case File, the other podcast that does a great yeah. uh, podcast about this. It's
1: just, it is all interconnected. And- now I can say I will post that on social media.
0: Yeah, Samara will post this on social media.
1: <laughs> I I love listening to the podcast, and I'm like, oh shit, I should have taken notes <laughs> what I was meant to be posting. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so so Thomas Trevilian um had several mental health issues. He wore an um, he constantly wore an army style uniform. He actually um would have ah I'm gonna say like psychotic moments where he would run out of his house with a knife, chasing ghosts. So he was really like weird. probably schizophrenic. Most likely schizophrenic, personality yeah. disorder. Um, and he actually was, um, shared a house with um, Vanessa Lane for five months from April 1997 till his death. Okay. When they in a relationship? I think it was just somewhere for him to live. They, they, they weren't accused of being in a relationship. Okay, but they did. Yeah, there he is. So he he lived with Barry Lane and Vanessa. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, this is this is a sad one. Um, he did. He actually was assisted in the murder of Vanessa Lane, and um, Bunting was sure as hell that he was going to be a risk of telling people about it because of his mental health. So Bunting and Wagner drove Thomas um, to Kirschbrook in the Adelaide Hills, oh. tied a noose around his neck and kicked the box from underneath him. In Jesus. The November. Fu- oh, yes. 6th, I remember 1997. this one. So basically they manhandled him into Vanessa's car. Barry Lane, just to clarify, is um, transsexual. So goes by the name Barry and Vanessa. Yes. Um, so they popped him in the car and drove him out out of the city and into the hills and hung him and his body was found November 5th 1997 and the police just ruled it a suicide. Yeah, cuz like Yeah, well that's exactly what it looked like. Yeah. I think that's an awful way to kill somebody.
0: I think all of it's awful. It is, but
1: none Jesus. of it's great,
0: is it? None of it's God. going to Disneyland instead.
1: No. <laughs> so <laughs> poor Thomas, who is it? They well, he, his mental health was bad. Yeah. So. Sad. They were a bit worried about about him dobbing, which he probably would have because he had, uh, he was definite schizophrenic. hmm Okay, here comes the next one. This is never-ending. Gavin. Gavin. What's Gavin's surname? He was 29. Thomas Lane, uh, sorry, Thomas uh, Trevelyan was only 18. Oh, bless.
0: Oh, no. I don't like that. Gavin
1: Porter was 29. Oh, that's... He's funny. friends with Valcassus. So Valcassus is the stepson of Bunting. Yes. Um, Valcassus shared a house. Um, they shared a house with Bunting and Valcassus in 1988. So this is how he is associated with them. And he's a heroin user. He's a heroin user. Yeah. And Bunting thought he was a waste of space and didn't deserve to live. So he came up to It's just like he's Vic- making excuses oh, now. He is. He um, travelled up from Victoria... To have somewhere safe to live. Um, and he was living with Bunting and Valcassus, and he was accused of leaving a dirty syringe on the lounge. And whilst he was sleeping in his car out the front, Bunting and Wagner um, strangled him to death in the driveway. That's just like no chill. No, nope. And then fucking dis- calmed down. Dismembered him and popped him in a barrel. What's with them in barrels? I know. Plastic, and they're black plastic barrels, like polyethylene or whatever they call And they have to be certain type of barrel because they are putting acid acid in. Yes. But it, I don't know they must have got the ratio right because they were able to take the bodies out and yeah, so identify like, what
0: Sometimes if you add things like lime, yeah. They can it can preserve the body. Yeah. Why do I know that? I watched too many. <laughs> I'm is watching my mu- mom go green a
1: little. Oh yeah, she doesn't like She life. doesn't like this at all. <laughs> so we're still we're we're only halfway through the victim list. Um, the next one is Troy Yode. Yes. Troy Yode is a half brother of Valcassus. He's 21. And he was
0: sexually molesting.
1: He was, Valcassus accused Troy of, of, of molesting him. Yes. In August 1998, Bunting Wagner of Valcassus dragged him from his bed while he slept. And they, they didn't disclose how they killed him, but they, um, they dragged him to the car. And they made, what's his name, the brother? Valcasus. They made him watch. Yep. Yep.
0: And cut him up. Yep. And put and him in a barrel.
1: barrel. Why, why change it? Why change his style? And they've, out?
0: Got out of, they've got so much out of it.
1: <laughs> so Susan Allen um, was the lover of Bunting at one stage. Uh, sorry. Troy was the son of um, Susan Allen. Of Susan Allen, who was the lover. No, no. Elizabeth
0: Harvey was the mom, but oh, Susan that. Allen was. Oh the, yes,
1: John's girlfriend. John's girlfriend as yeah. well. Yeah, they are all interlinked. That yes. Poor, so Troy, twenty-one. He didn't. Yeah, that was pretty nasty. Didn't they? Didn't disclose how he was murdered, but maybe because of his age, he was only twenty-one. This was in the nineties. Yeah. Um. So our next one. Um. Oh, this one's really sad. Oh god. Fred. Fred's Wait, what about Susan one. Allen? We'll come back to Susan Allen. Yeah. She's yeah, she's she's sorry, I thought she was related to Fred, but she's not. Okay, I've won. Fred. Fred. Fred, poor Fred. He was eighteen years old. Intellectually disabled. Um, Fred Brooks. He's actually the nephew of Mark and Elizabeth Hayden. So the man that owned the bank.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They, this is their um, intellectually disabled nephew. Um, he was murdered in September nineteen ninety eight. They um, actually electrocuted this young man um, and moved him to the moved him into um, Barry Lane Vanessa Lane's car and moved him to the and was actually placed in the vault by Hayden his own uncle. Um, they continued to actually Vene- uh, sorry Mark Hayden his wife Elizabeth collected his Centrelink.
0: Jesus, f- that's so fucking rough. Yeah, all of this is
1: rough. Yeah, so um, this Fred was the sis- uh, was Elizabeth Hayden's sister Jody. It was her son, and um, she'd actually had a romantic connection to John Bunting at some stage. So this is, I think, this is how um they intertwine here is that John Jody lived out the back of Elizabeth and Mark Hayden's house. And John Bunting was rom- romantically involved with her at some stage. And that's how um, they came along to Fred. He's, he's just, he's like saying all this. He has a lot of like random people that
0: he's like in a relationship with, engaged yeah, to. He's,
1: he lowers his victims by getting to know somebody close to them. Mm. And that's how he gets access to them. And this is
0: all in a very poor area of Adelaide.
1: Yeah, yeah, Murray Murray's Bridge. So, um... Our next victim, Gary, is 29 years old. He's also an intellectually disabled man and this man was purely killed um, because, so is Gary, Port- Gavin, sorry. No, Gary. I've got so many here. Gary. Gary. Gary O'Dwyer. Mm-hmm. Gary O'Dwyer, um, this one's sad. He um, is an inter- intellectually disabled man who lived alone, who Val Cassis befriended. To oh. gather information. Oh. He was an easy target for bunting because he had no family. And um, he was also electroc- electrocuted.
0: Because he was just some random drifter, right?
1: He, he, he lived alone. He was an intellectually disabled man known in the community. You know, would go into his groceries. People would say hello to him. Yeah. Um, so this was just opportunistic. This man had nobody. Nobody uh. reported him missing. And they collect the Centrelink. and they collect his Centrelink. fucking normal standard so Valcasis was sent in to become friends with Gavin Porter so that was very uh, opportunistic there where they sent him in he gathered all information about Gary pin numbers passwords all those sorts of things so he could um they could then collect his Centrelink he was also um found in the vault in the vault sorry the bank so like yeah there's when they, exhumed, when they took his body out of the barrel, he had um, the consistency of the, um, it's called a varic machine, which is like, um, it's got clips on it and you hook it on to electrocute people and they often attach it to testicles, um, under the armpits. I just got really sweaty. Yeah. Uh, ear lobes, sort of sensitive areas I can't of the body. With, I can't with mum's face behind you. I know. She just know. looks so disturbed. She's really disturbed. I'm, I'm so sorry, Mom. Sorry, Sorry, mum. <laughs> oh dear yeah. oh <laughs> she's like say I can't I'm so glad I'm facing you yeah <laughs> so that brings us to our next um, our next and our second last victim Elizabeth Hayden wife of Mark Hayden Mark Hayden again owns the vault owns the bank and he's assisting can. in a lot of these murders he's doing a lot of assisting yeah. a lot of driving he owns a damn bank who's gonna oh yeah hey I own a bank yeah Stash your bodies in there. Get the fuck, man! I think mean, they
0: bought the bank the bank to store the bodies because they were storing it in a in in the bank vault. Yeah, but they were storing them originally in a carport, in and a they carport. began to smell, so they had to move them.
1: Yes, Ugh. so gross. But owning an old bank would be cool.
0: Yeah, it would. Be cool. I like my. There it is. My dream is to own an old church. <sighs> what they do funerals there? <laughs> yeah, for <of> spirits. Ugh. <laughs> Full of spirits. <laughs> yeah. What are you twelve?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: It's full of spirits. I was listening. There like- hasn't been a ghost around here in 25 years. <laughs> What's
1: wrong with you? I was, I was listening on the radio um, on the way here. uh Tanya Hennessy morning show, and she was talking about um the Monte Cristo in Junee, the most haunted house in Australia. Yeah. And that's probably where I got spirits from because I'm pretty sure that's what they said on the show. Spirits. <laughs> yeah. We should go there, by the way. What, for fun? Nice family outing. Mum's in. Mum's not coming. Levi looks terrified. um, Like I said, Bunting had a relationship with her sister Jodie in 1998 and um, she lived at the back of their house. Um, Elizabeth was the only female murdered by Bunting Um, and she was murdered on the 20th of November, 1998, whilst her husband and sister were out. Huh, how convenient. And he
0: murdered her because he thought she would say something.
1: Yeah, um, that's right. So, what happened here was the husband then concealed the, concealed the murder. Um, he he then drove her body and put her into the vault. Someone you loved, you yeah. Know. Um, but you're so far in, like I feel like you're
0: too got, far deep. I feel like John Bunting could have been a really good cult member if he wasn't so- a leader, cult leader. Yeah. He was a
1: cult leader. Yeah, look at all these people. He had four people helping him murder other people sorry three people help him and they were luring people to him he didn't just murder people randomly that he picked up on the side of the road they're all people that he like that knew so um what happened was here was they thought that because they'd kill elizabeth she was she may have talked about the murders and that mark the husband would not say anything uh what elizabeth's brother actually filed her as a missing person and that's what's got the police going in 1998, November, 1998, the police are like, yeah, this is a bit sus. I would have been eight. Yeah. I would have been nine. My boyfriend would have just been born. (laughs) Legit. (laughs) (laughs) Earlier
0: that year. I feel gross about that, but keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, We might need to cut that out. So,
1: um, so, they actually installed listening listening devices into Mark Hayden's home post the death of Elizabeth because they knew, the police knew that it was suss as fuck.
0: Yeah, because, he turned, because the husband turned up to the police station and he was like, I don't know. I don't know, she just took off. And he was acting so like nonchalant.
1: Yeah. Your wife's missing, mate. You just act like you care for five seconds. Yeah, exactly. So um, this is where the investigation launched. They really started to focus on... Um, Hayden because they suspected him of the murder and then John Bunting being around a lot. This brings us to our last victim who um, oh, David yeah. Johnson, 24 like years old. All. Okay. He was a step, another brother of Valcasis. Um, and they lured him to the Snowtown bank. This is our only murder that actually happened in Snowtown. And they did that because out of pretense on the pretense that he was going to buy a camera. C- computer. Computer. Yeah. Computer sale. Um, so he got in the car, this is May 9th, 1999, and Valcassus drove him to Snowtown. You drove your own stepbrother. To the bank. Oh, I know. Just like, the like, hell, I feel man? really
0: bad for James. So James Valkasas was molested by his father, and yeah. then he was later on molested by his older brother, and then he had a, a drug problem as well. So yeah. So he was, yeah. um, a recovering drug addict from yep. um heroin Yeah. And then he met John and John took advantage of that. Took advantage of him, but also he'd been molested by a pedophile who lived across the road for him. Yeah. And was taking pornographic photos of him and then John took it on himself to have a re- take revenge on that guy mm. and like threw uh kangaroo entrails at his front door. Yeah. <laughs> and like wrote um and like spray painted his house with a big like fag Written on there. Yeah. And drove that guy out of the neighbourhood because he, the guy who uh, molested him got off on good behaviour after mm. two years. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, my mum's got a point.
1: What's that? Jeffrey Payne, did he molest all of Balcasters
0: boys? By the looks of it, yes. Yes. He was molesting, so Jeffrey he Payne. Was the neighbor. He was the neighbour. He was the neighbour who was yep. molesting all of the Valcassus boys. Yep. Did he get killed? No, he, no. Um, he left the neighbourhood after being, like, assaulted and...
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what year that was. That was post all of this. Yeah, and then so probably 80. Elizabeth
0: Harvey enlisted John Bunting to dry, to get rid of this guy. Yeah. Okay,
1: so that... So, so David Johnson is the stepbrother here, and he um, was not homosexual but was accused of being homosexual by Bunting. Um, so Bunting sees that he needed to die. He had a girlfriend at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, his his brain is not functioning normally. He he's just making excuses now because he wants to kill people. He likes he gets off on the feeling that he, of taking other people's lives. Yeah, sociopath, mm-hmm. typical sociopath, and he likes it because he boasts about it. Yeah, that was my handiwork. Okay, mate. Um, so when they brought him into the bank, uh, Wagner then strangled him and handcuffed him. Whilst they recorded his voice, okay, so they, they got all his bank details t- and PIN number. The mm-hmm. like voice recording. <sighs> this is fucking ridiculous. Wagner and Valkassas then drove to Wakefield and attempted to access David's bank account <laughs> using the voice recording and the, all the PIN numbers and stuff. Like a tra- can Did it I, work? No. Oh. But could you imagine? It's like a trench coat and then they're like, mounds are moving and this voice recording is playing and the bank teller's like, ah, I don't think so, man." Small
0: country town like, voice it feels like, ah, this is the
1: weirdest thing I've seen today. Yeah. And, then, and there was a cow in here making a deposit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fuck, man. So um, they had left David with Bunting and Hayden in the bank. And then on, he killed him out of rage. Oh, yeah. On return, he was dead, dismembered. Oh, this part gets me. Um, they then fried his flesh. And they ate and him. And they ate him. Oh my For lunch. So
0: my mum's face. <laughs> She's <laughs> gone green. Oh. I'm I'm, I, fan I, this her is love. gonna be like oh, my. a really
1: awkward Christmas. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Sorry, mum. Sorry, Mum. Oh Jesus. Um so oh, he ate his brother. Yeah. Levi. No man. Don't worry. I don't think it's going to come up. No. Not in We're not pretty in normal. These, yeah. Jesus. So um they then proceeded to eat David after they killed him. They weren't successful in the in accessing the bank and that's this is what's triggered the police. So um the police then had this strange call from the bank teller like eh. These guys came in today with a voice recording and tried to access a bank account. And then also there was a cow in here. <laughs> yeah. Hang on a minute. Uh, the police are like, what about the
0: cow? What kind of cow are you talking? <laughs>
1: so they then by matter of elimination actually linked this to Elizabeth's disappearance. Yeah. So the people work the police working the case for Elizabeth's disappearance um, linked it together and then it led to the discovery of the rema- of eight victims. In a bank vault in Snowtown, on the twenty fifth of May, nineteen ninety nine. So they took David down on the 9th of May. So only a matter of eleven days that mm. they they had linked this together. They then went digging around Bunting's old house and found the other bodies. And found two more bodies. The bodies of Clinton um, was found in Thomas. So. They actually had found Clinton's body, sorry, in nineteen ninety-five and they found Tom that Thomas was hanging from a tree. That's right, and then they linked it all together. They linked it all together.
0: Which we'll show you. We have this amazing had, um so like have, mind map yeah, that it, we'll share to the really, Facebook page,
1: which makes more sense. It does. It's very um very good. So there was six six plastic barrels with eight bodies in total uh, in the in the barrels. I don't like that one bit. Um so And then they linked the two bodies from Bunting's backyard to him and arrested all four men the following day, on yep. the 21st of May. So and James is the one who
0: spilt the, e- the beans about everything. So he was interrogated for, I think I read something like, he had thousands of hours of interviews. Yeah,
1: oh, yep. And he detailed everything. And they actually were originally... Valcasis was going to be. So they I think they scared him. He was like 18 years 28 years old. Yeah. 29. Um and they were going to, they were going to um charge him for all 11. Yeah. And then he only was charged for how many? He pled guilty for 4. Um so the trial didn't start till 2003, so 4 years later, which mm-hmm. is which is common. Um and it, it was the longest Murder trial in South Australia's history at the time was, went for twelve months. And South Australia has a history of yeah, serial like it's, killers. It's the murder state. It's the Let's murder be state real here. And I always thought it would be like Northern Territory, where you know, just throw it in the bush and a dingo will eat it. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which sorry. we've learned famously, sorry,
1: Chamberlain, Lindy Chamberlain. Sorry about that, but you know, people do bad that. joke. Bad joke. Uh, so they they did threaten Valcasas with with all eleven, right. all eleven. So the trial began in um, 2003. Bunting was committed. um, He was convicted of all 11 murders. Wagner of 10. Even though he only confessed to three, he still got, um, Wagner got 10 life sentences with Bunting 11, all consecutive. Um, Valcasis ended up with four. So he. um, He's still in prison. He pled guilty to four of the 11. And that, I think they cut him a deal. He will still be in prison. He um, has no parole period for 26 years. So he's getting, well, it's 90, uh, 2003, so with time served. Yeah. So he'd it's, be getting close for, for parole, but I don't think they'll release him. Um, then it wasn't until 2005 that um, Mark Hayden was then brought into it. Like they knew of him, he was arrested, but they didn't have
0: enough evidence. Enough
1: evidence. He actually got twenty five years, um, with a parole period of eighteen for five counts of assisting in the murder and um, the actual. Uh, what do you call them here? The prosecutors mm-hmm. actually are trying for a retrial of Hayden because they feel that's too light of sentence. Too light. Too wow. light. His wife is dead. Did nothing about it.
0: Yeah, I think mean, like you're like it's crazy how one person can just manipulate you like that. It's insane to me. It
1: is insane. And now, so that, that is 11, 11 victims. Mm. Susan Allen, Susan Allen, former, former lover yep. of um, John Bunting in 2007 was dug up from her backyard, wrapped in plastic in a very similar fashion to the, um, to Clinton and um, the first guy the Clinton. And I want to say, I have it here have a few. Ray, yeah, um, was buried in her ba- in her backyard. The coroner ruled a heart attack, but who the fuck buried her? Um, they actually charged. Um, they they had the charges against Bunting and Wagner. Um, even, but then they were the dropped due to lack of evidence. But and the coroner ruled it a heart attack. But who the fuck wrapped her in plastic and put her in the ground? I mean, I think like and her pension was being claimed. Also, of course. Just, just such but a pension scam. They couldn't link who her pension was being claimed by. So in 2007, they found her body, but she had been there for quite a while. Wow. That's insane. So Susan Allen, although she may have died of a heart attack, probably didn't need to be buried in her backyard. Probably not. Probably not. So that that's... That's the Snowtown that, Murders. That's the Snowtown Murders. It's, it's, in, it's full on. So (laughs) many people. Mum, I have some questions for you. Army. Yes. So in 1998,
0: this was obviously a huge news story. Can you recall any kind of? 99. 99 when this all came out? I remember them finding the bodies in the bank. Yes. And the grossness of the whole thing and I didn't realise it was so intricate. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I remember the whole, yeah, I remember them. And like was it national news? Yes, it it was was fairly serious yeah and like that time in 1999 it wasn't Australia wasn't like I mean there's not a lot of murder in Australia in terms of this but this was like one of the largest cases of all times yeah do you remember like the impact on no not really humans no no because we like live in New South Wales it's not the same thing okay
1: I have um actually have uh Bunting's last words to the court before okay. he left. I'll take this. I love. I love famous last words. So, um, after his sentence of um, eleven consecutive life imprisonments, uh, he said, "Pedophiles were doing terrible things to children. The, affro- the authorities um, didn't do anything about it. I decided to take action. I took that action. Thank you. No one's thanking you. No. Jesus. A lot of these people were." Um, Accused with no hard evidence. Yes, maybe some of them were. And, like... But some of them were just gay. Some of them were just gay. And some of them, like, um Paul Gary, that was just opportunistic. Yeah. I don't like any of us. No, nor do I. And they claimed pensions, so... You got something out of it. Rolling in cash. So who were the
0: pedophiles? So there was a lot of pedophiles in the case. Of great question. Amaldana Bryce... Um, so Barry, Barry or uh, Vanessa Lane, Barry or Vanessa Lane, uh, who had groomed, um, Robert Robert Wagner. Yeah. And then Chris, uh, what was his name? Spiros. Spiros was the spouse of Elizabeth Harvey, who was, who was James is Valcas's father, who was, um and he was molesting his kids yeah and then a the neighbor jeffrey Payne, jeffrey Payne, the neighbor who was also molesting her kids and then her his older brother toy troy yude yude yeah was molesting james as well yep so there's a lot of like the older brother the
1: older he was a, he was half brother
0: Half-brother, yeah. Yeah. From a previous relationship.
1: Yeah. Elizabeth Harvey had a few...
0: But she had also been molested as a kid yeah. by her father.
1: Yeah. So she... So it's this, like, tangled web of, like, just things that are fucked. She has several fuck- names, too, by the looks here. So her her name was Elizabeth Harvey, but her name was also... Her birth name was um, Christine Ann Yode, and then her um was Christine Valcassus And so she changed
0: her name she, to Elizabeth to, uh, Harvey. Elizabeth
1: Harvey. I think,
0: too... I think after like a bad relationship or something.
1: Yeah, so she she had um David Johnson was um also killed. That was her That was stepson. her stepson. And you in the
0: documentary you can see his dad talk about David mm. and David's just a regular dude.
1: Yeah. So all of it's a bit crazy. Oh yeah, see here, um John Bunting here, he was a fiance to a Gail Sinclair who was related to Fred Brooks. Oh, Gail Sinclair's name. That's Jody. She had an alias as well.
0: Yeah. So, I it, it mean, as you said, this case is super complicated. It's like a big
1: spider web of yeah, mm. of mess. Total mess.
0: Let's well, that was talk, talk about something about fun. That was
1: emotional. <laughs> yeah. Where are we going for lunch?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it'll be really fun as a family if you guys are keen to talk about our last meals. Oh yeah.
1: What would you? Oh. What
0: would be your last meal tomorrow?
1: Yeah. Oh god. Oh god! How many things can I combine together?
0: You can have a entree, main, and dessert.
1: Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. For dessert, I went to this. Um, I went on this date once. It was like a, a date and bail. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the fucking worst. Sorry, <laughs> um, to a five star restaurant in Newcastle, like it's a three Michelin hat or something, and their apple pie was freaking amazing. <laughs> like the, the pastry was like.
0: Um, so your answer is really good apple pie.
1: Yeah, it was amazing. Okay. From there, from, from Mason's. Um, oh, entree in Maine. Yeah. Oh, geez. That's a hard one. I'd have some paella somewhere. Oh, yeah. Maybe as an entree, just a small amount. Yeah. So I can then <laughs> have like a whole bunch of things. I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I really like sushi, but I probably wouldn't want that as my last meal. It's not very filling. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> like fried chicken? I don't know. What's fried yours? Chicken. What's yours? Uh, actually,
0: I want to ask mum. Yeah, mum, what would your last meal be? And take the microphone because otherwise we can't hear you. Thank you, army. Last meal. Entree, main dessert. Entree? Yeah, entree, main and dessert. Ooh. <laughs>
1: yeah, we just like
0: food too much. <laughs> There's so many choices. <laughs> just gone. Uh Let me see. Um,
1: Ambondigas, meatballs for, they were nice. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, <laughs> Main, main we meal. We love Spanish food. <laughs> main meal or duck.
0: Oh, yeah, that's good. Life. That's good. Yep. Yeah. And sweets. Well, any. <laughs> any sweets. <laughs> any sweets. Literally, you'll take anything. I'll take it. It's anything. your last meal. You have to choose. Okay. Uh, Would you have like, uh, what's, like, what do you love? Flan? No. Oh, no, flan. Don't
1: get
0: flan. Fuck, anyone can have flan. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have like more, I don't know. Oh. As, uh, was it one of those torts, You know, with all the different layers on it. No, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel you. I feel you, Levi. Levi. No. Pasta, pasta, and pasta. And our little brother's answer is pasta. We're answering for him. Yeah. <laughs> he does not want to be on the podcast. He doesn't want to be involved. He basically doesn't want to be related. <laughs> well, what was your last meal? Um. Oh yeah. Tell me. I think I've heard this before, but entree. I'd probably have um. Crushed Emma M- 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 mame with wonton wrapper things so you can like dip it. I uh. loved, and I love crushed and mommy. Like me and Steven talked about this morning for my main meal, obviously lamb, roast lamb,
1: oh, yeah. like full, that's
0: roo- a, that's full good roast lamb, like how pop used to do with like the Hasselback potatoes Yeah, and gravy and peas and mint and oh, yes, yeah, all yeah. of that, all the okay. trimmings.
1: Yeah, that's good. I might join you for your last
0: meal. And then for dessert, um, I used to work at a restaurant that did an rhubarb and apple crumble <laughs> <laughs> with rose water in it. It was so oh, good. Nice.
1: That does sound good. That's as good as my apple pie. that's like pink lady apples and like fairy floss looking pastry. It was delicious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess we've got to go because we're running out to go. Oh, have yeah, a five have, course meal. We're for going lunch. to have
1: lunch. <laughs> I'm starving
0: for my birthday, but um, it's been a very special edition with my family. Oh, I'm sweaty after that. Like yeah. that made me like. Whew. Um, I was very nervous. So, thank you for listening. As always, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah, I will see you on all of those things, but maybe not (laughs) Twitter. And um, that's it from us.
1: Bye. Bye.